This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 144. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? I'm pretty good. Kevin. Hell yeah. Kevin, did you see that the Oscar documentary shortlist has been released today? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, there's... Who's, who, who's on that sucker? Um, I actually don't have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, you son of a bring it up? I know, I set, I set it up, but it, uh, I wasn't expecting you to, to ask me that quickly. I was in the process yeah. of pulling it up. So, Citizen 4, um, Art and Craft, Case Against Eight. The Internet's Own Boy, Joe Dawarski's Dune, The Kill Team, oh Keep On Keeping On, Last Days in Vietnam, Life Itself, The Overnighters, Salt of the Earth, Tales of the Grim Sleeper. I've seen one, so I'm off to a good start. Yeah, sounds like it. I saw Life Itself, I saw Joe Dawarski's Dune, The Internet's Own Boy, and that's it. I only saw three. All right. That kind of sucks. Yeah, you got to get on. You got to. Get on top of that. Uh, I do actually. Sit. I do actually because our ballots came for awards for the Florida Film Critics. So oh, look at I you. actually do have to uh, check out some more of these. I think maybe the Overnighters is that on VOD? Maybe. I hope so. That's the draft house see that. one. Yeah, I want to see that sucker. I'm not sure if that's out yet or not. Mm. I think some of these other ones are available. The Case Against Eight, I don't know if that one's out by now, but I feel like that one came out a while ago. Either way, I think it's a pretty solid lineup. I was trying to think of anything that might have gotten snubbed, and I really couldn't think of anything. Dumb and dumb too. That's not a documentary. <laughs> well, maybe it is a documentary. I don't know. <laughs> it should be. It should be. Also, in some breaking news... Uh-oh. Ryan, what do you think about this? Uh, the Suicide Squad movie just got its cast. The superhero well, movie. That's who named that for me. So that tune. So uh, Jared Leto is going to be the Joker. Have we determined if it's Leto or Leto? I always heard Leto. Jared Leto. I think it's Leto. Okay. Because I've heard Leto. it. I've heard it pronounced both ways, and I never really. I was never really sure on that. Well, either way, he's going to be the Joker. What do you think about that? I think if anybody can be the Joker, it'll be him. I think he's a really yeah, I think if anybody I could be the Joker, it could be anybody. I don't think so. I mean, there's, Just there's some pretty big shoes to fill after Heath Ledger. I think that if anybody can do it the same, it'll be Jared Leto. But, I mean, I'm sure that but do but you want by the same... I, no, let me let me rephrase that. By the same, I mean... The same level of, oh, I got you, you. you know what I mean. I got uh, you. Sure. Bringing the same amount of uh, professionalism or whatever you want to say to it. Yeah, I think sure. he'll be his own Joker who, for sure. Who who's in? Who else is in this sucker? Okay, so Will Smith is going to be Deadshot. That's a oh. interesting oh. choice. All right. Tom Hardy is going to be Rick Flag. Okay, I'm into that. I've never heard of any of these superheroes. Or, well, they're not or these villains. Yeah, they're villains. Okay. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang, and Kara Delavinge? I don't know who that is, but she's going to be the Enchantress. 
So pretty, I'm pretty excited. I'm a big fan of the Suicide Squad. I actually, it's one of the few comic books I actually read these days. Okay. So very excited for the Suicide Squad. John Courtney, that's a big guy, right? Isn't he like big? I want to say is. I guess he is. The, the name sounds so familiar, but I can't picture him. Isn't he the guy from the Die Hard? The one Die Hard? Oh, is Wasn't he? he oh, is he was in the Die Hard, right? Does he play John McCain's son? I think so. Oh, certain. yeah. Okay, maybe, you're right. Maybe not. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, look at look at that. So much knowledge. Yeah, he's in uh, Divergent, too. Yeah. Ryan, you just, oh. you just saw that guy. Yeah. Oh, he is Australian. Captain Boomerang's Australian, too. I didn't know Jai Courtney was Australian. Interesting. So that's pretty cool. I wasn't really digging on the idea of a Suicide Squad movie, but now I'm, I'm kind of excited now. Uh-oh. David Ayer's directing it, and I just saw Fury this week, and I liked it. So, yeah. Ryan, what did what we have the... you watch this week? Wait, before oh, you ask, okay. uh, when, does that, when is that released? Uh, uh, 2018. <laughs> it's <laughs> August of 2016. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's pretty far away. So what movie do we have you watch this week? Vision Quest. Yes. <laughs> this is a, a Kevin pick. So we picked Vision Quest from 1985. Picked this in honor of Wild coming out this week, which is also sort of a Vision Quest. This is directed by Harold Becker, and it stars Matthew Modine, Linda Florentino, uh, it's about a... Let's let's go ahead and read the synopsis here. Vision Quest is a coming-of-age movie in which high school wrestler Loudon Swain decides he wants to be something more than an average high school athlete and sets his sights on a prize that many don't think he can win. He then sets out to reach his goal alone without much support from his father or coach. His father rents a room to a young drifter, Carla. Swain falls in love with her, and she helps him stay focused and prevents him from losing sight of his goals. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Vision Quest? First of all, it pisses me off that it's called Vision Quest, because it's called that because his best friend slash wrestling buddy is proclaims he's an Indian and an American Indian, and then... Halfway through the movie, you find out that no, he's just lying. He just made that up. So wait, his his best friend says that he, that he's an American he's, Indian, or he says that Matthew Modine's an American Indian. He says that he, says that he himself is an American. But why does? All right, go ahead and continue. And then they say the words of Vision Quest, and then. About halfway through the movie, you'll find out that that dude says himself that he was faking it. He's not a real American. What is so the whole title really has no point at all. So he doesn't even go on a vision quest. Uh, I, I sort of, I guess. What is what is his vision quest? Yeah. So he's he's this star wrestler. What does he do? What does he set out to do? He sets out to be 
to go down two or three weight classes and beat this one kid that in three years hasn't been beat at all. Oh, God. And apparently get a wrestling scholarship because of it. I thought it was... That's stupid. I thought it was going to be one of these where he's this star wrestler and he gives up the wrestling in order to become a dancer or something. No. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like that's the kind of movie it is? Well, that's, remember, we were trying, me and you were both trying to figure out, like, does he actually go on a vision quest in this movie? Because like, I don't really remember this outside of, I just remember it being hilarious as thinking Matthew Modine as a wrestler. <laughs> Cause that no, uh-uh. mm. I mean just look at the poster. Look at that guy. That I, guy's not I gotta wrestler. say, I am oh, loving this that, poster. That's my <laughs> second problem with this. Uh, this might not mean much to the people listening, but I really don't know how else to explain it. Um, and this Matthew Ardine looks—he's built like me, sort of, but he's got like. 30 or 40 extra pounds. Like, he's tall and skinny. The other guy that he's wrestling, that guy's built like Mike Andrew. Mm. So he's... He's enormous. Oh, okay. And short. But it says and that short. he's... Enormous and short. But it says well, that he's dropping from 190 down yes. to 168. So you're telling me that he's tall and skinny at 190. And the other guy that he's going up against is in the 168 he, weight class. Yes. But Wait, he looks bigger but, than Modine. Both of them don't make sense, man. The other guy clearly weighs more than 168. And at the beginning of the movie, there's no way he weighs 190 pounds. So basically, the whole movie is just about a guy trying to lose some weight. Yeah. That is so that, That's why he... <laughs> What's the point? Like, why? He wants to get that lower weight class, man. <laughs> beat that guy. He's got to beat because, Mike Enzer. Yeah. But I mean, is he even is he even good in his own weight class? Apparently, he's pretty good. So he just wants to drop down. This is kind of like a dick move, really. He's just he's just gunning for this kid because yeah. he's doing fine in his own weight class, and he can probably get a scholarship on his own. But he's just like, now nah, I'm gonna go after this kid. <laughs> I'm, gonna cr- before I- <laughs> I'm gonna crush this kid. <laughs> and you know, there's a, I don't know what they're called, but the suits, the shiny suits. Oh yeah, that yeah. Wear, singlets. I saw the it in the trailer. No, it's like a tracksuit. He, he, oh, okay, he wears okay. that like I want to say seventy five percent. In the trailer, he actually kind of looked like Bradley Cooper. From um, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, when he wears the trash bag when he's running, oh, okay, okay. that's kind of yeah. what he looked like in this. So is that what he does to lose weight? He just is he constantly jogging and he wears like that a shit ton of clothes. Suit. Yes, just sweat he it all wears out. That suit everywhere, like to work and not at work, but leaving work when it goes out. He wears it underneath his suit for work. When he's in <laughs> school. He wears it. No one else does. It's awful. He's got to drop that weight, man. Got to drop that weight. That's all it is. This way is wrestling. 
running and wearing stupid colors. But it sounds... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best synopsis ever. It sounds like it'd be perfect for some sweet 80s montages. Oh, there's gotta oh, be that, shit there's ton of montages. Montage. <laughs> they need there's to... a lot of montages I want to get. Stupid ass music. Going back to this poster, they need to bring that 80s script font back. I need to see more of this in movies because I love it. With the cursive? Yeah. The, the sprawling cursive? With the it's red. always in like neon. Yeah. It's like neon purple. I love it. And they just they just look like two people in love. Well, looks like a school, kinda. Looks like a school kinda. photo. <laughs> Not really. Modine looks like he's he's got well, a apathetic of the dirty dancing cover. It's that it does look like the font of dirty dancing. Yes, it does. I think it is the dirty dancing. I'm sure poster. it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, and also, Linda Fiorentino doesn't look that into it either. She. They just want to get out of there. On my <laughs> yeah, so how does she get involved? What's going on with she, Linda Fiorentino? She is a... Uh, this car's dad is a mechanic. Right. And she is going eventually to Francisco right. to pursue an art career. That's a good and idea. She buys her car and it breaks down where they live. And her dad, or his dad, tries to fake it. And he gets fired from his job. And uh, they take her in because apparently his mom left a few years back. So she's she's not in high school or anything, right? And yeah, Matthew Modine she's is. She's 21. Oh, boy. Oh. oh. Cradle yeah. robbing. Uh, he three years. At the very, very <laughs> beginning, he says that he's 18, okay. but almost immediately after that, he, like, what kind of kid is, like, 19 or 20 that is still in high school? And the second of all, I don't even remember. <laughs> I just that was, lost my that was the best. <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this sounds. Every, every line of dialogue feels like it's forced. Like so, it feels like they no one wants to be there, and they're all just like saying whatever to get it over. I think that's just Matthew Modine. I know I you. Yeah, like I was gonna year. say, Kevin, you're not a big fan of the Modine. No, I'm not. I like. I like him, but I just. I don't know. Oh, I yeah. don't like him as an actor. It's just seems My like an alright guy. Said, hmm. His friend, his best friend, like maybe 10 minutes after he says he's 18, they're at his house and the guy's like, the guy is also in high school, says, I got go for a drink. He just looks at him and goes, My dad won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cold to drink when you're a dead in this town. Oh god! So it's like the opposite of the Footloose town. They just they just let you do whatever. Or maybe it's maybe he's getting special privileges because he's on the wrestling team. Probably is it is it like one of those towns where they're all about it? 
the town people really don't play a big part in this. There's, I mean, his boss does, and one of his teachers does. But anyway, his answer this is the squirrel. And his teacher ends up taking her out. And Matthew finds them, sees them out at dinner. Okay. And professes love. The whole movie, this kid's trying to bang a squirrel. And it's pretty clear from all the stuff he says to try to get, like, pick her up or... You know, swindle her. Swindle her. <laughs> he is shot down a whole lot, and then finally it happens, and they have sex, and then like today she just disappears. Uh oh. And then so the she swindled movie, him. Yeah. Oh man. And then at the end of the movie, she comes back. Oh, okay. Wait, she comes back. Ah. That's how you end a movie right there. To get his head right. Ah, uh, because she was getting in the way. Does she? Does she come back for the big, the big match? Oh, yeah. Does she? She shows oh. up in the crowd. Shows up in the boys' locker and tell oh. them. Out. Wait, 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 we can't do that. <laughs> she walks in like seven, sixteen, seventy old boys the shower. Whoa. So it sounds oh, like it. Shit. Okay. Well, that's uh, yeah. That's a little inappropriate. So what, does anything go wrong with his whole weight loss thing? I uh, vaguely remember it, him. He bleeds from his nose a lot, <laughs> which apparently is a lack of iron because he's trying to lose weight. So, so he's, basically, he's this, not eat- this movie's just promoting eating disorders. Yeah. Pretty much. Is only it's wrestling and hitting on chicks and striking it. But it's okay. It's this is the okay type of eating disorder because it's for wrestling. And it's not only for wrestling, it's for scholarships. Oh yeah. So he's trying to better himself through eating disorders. <laughs> oh yeah. The the best part, the reason he wants it scholarship. He wants to go to school to be a gynecologist. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> And uh, like at one point he's like talking to his boss and his boss is like, do you know what the clitoris is? They have just they have conversations that So they're just talking about clits. They mean nothing. Oh, so they're just my. they're just talking about clits for a while. Yeah. Just in the middle of vision quest. Yes. <laughs> it's a clit discussion. Let's yeah. do it. Oh my this God. sounds like the worst movie ever. He sounds like the most unlikable douchebag. Like, why would he we want to root for this guy? He sounds like a dick. He kind of, uh, to me, it was a dick. Like, were you rooting against uh, him? Can I know? But I knew that it was gonna succeed. Then, when when Linda Florentino first moved into his house, was there an awkward scene where she was getting out of the shower and? They met each other in the hallway, and he was, like, turned on by her. She was in a towel or something. No, however, when there one day he was in the laundry room, and I basket off her laundry was sitting there, 
Mm. And he picked up her underwear and smelled them. <laughs> and then she walked in right behind him. Uh, pretty much the same thing, but wow. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> I hope his vision quest was an utter failure. Uh, I, I don't think it was. was. Well, it could, but it think, could be. Like, like he... think, in, in, in the vision quest universe, he is... You know, he's been practicing as a gynecologist for, like, the last 20 years. Mm. Well, I like to... Think of that. I like to believe that he did get the scholarship, but then he developed a serious eating disorder and ended up flunking out of school. They can also be highly true. And now he works at a gas station. At the Sunoco. At the Sunoco. Trent, New Jersey. One point, and this is like a, he's a bellhop, sort of. He's a what? And, a bellhop? Yeah. Bellhop? And yeah. one of the people, they tell some dude orders food, and he takes it up there. The dude just grabs his wiener out of nowhere. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And then he's telling, he's telling his best friend about it later, and he's like, get up, work today. Some guy trying to grab my crank. Oh, the old crank. The old crank grab. You gotta watch out. When you're a bellhop, there's gonna be some crank grabs. <laughs> Dude, you have no idea how much of a problem crank grabbing is in the bellhop <laughs> community. This shit is out of control. People are just grabbing cranks left and right. In the like in, in the employee lounge, there's there's signs up about what to do if your crank gets grabbed. <laughs> oh, that, 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 the girl, that's a girl from Dogma. Right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and she was in I, she was in Men in Black. Like, she's gonna get it. She's really deep sounding voice. Okay, that that sure. makes you, that makes you not like her. It it makes me not want to hear her talk. Ah, oh, okay, all right, wow. Oh. Because yeah, I just every time they talk, they talk about how she's so odd, blah blah throughout the movie, and every time she opens her mouth, I just want to punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I don't really have too much of a problem with her, I guess. Her voice sounds a lot deeper in this. Well, she's from Philly. Yeah. She's a Philly girl. Well, let's talk about the director, Harold Becker. Uh he did a bunch of bunch of stuff actually that most of you probably heard of. Uh Mercury Rising with Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin. Oh, nice. That was a pretty bad one. Domestic Disturbance with uh, John Travolta. That was a bad one, too. He did yeah, City that's... Hall with Al Pacino. Never even heard of that one. He did Sea of Love with Al Pacino. Never heard of that one, either. <laughs> uh, he did Malice. Malice. Uh, Malice. The Boost. Malice was uh, one of Aaron Sorkin's earlier earlier ones. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Alec Baldwin, Nicole Kidman, damn. Yeah, but you know, it's looking at his his movies. He also did Taps, which was with uh, 
George C. Scott was uh Sean Penn and Tom Cruise. Yeah, Sean Penn and Tom Cruise were in that one. Wow. Yeah, that was uh some early stuff from them. Looking at his movies though, they just seem like those generic eighties eighties and nineties movies that they would come out and they'd play in theaters for a week and then go straight to the DV- or the VHS shelves. Oh yeah. They just look so generic and everything about them. Now, I mean, he hasn't done anything for a long for a while. No. Why is why is that? He might be too old. Uh, he looks pretty 19. old. He, he's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah, he is pretty old. So he might just be enjoying um, himself. The grandpa, the best part about this is the grandpa from, or not grandpa, but the old man from uh, Home Alone is in this. The grandpa. uh, This guy's grandpa. His grandpa? Roberts Blossom? Yeah. Yeah. That is a fucking awesome name. Roberts Blossom. Roberts Blossom. Hmm. That guy's the best. Cool. All right, Ryan. Wait, I have one last question. Okay. So when he goes and he decides that he's going to drop weight, go down a couple weight classes to beat this kid for no reason really whatsoever, and you said that his... It's for the glory, Kevin. It's for the glory. But, and it's like against the wishes of the, like his coach and his teammates. Like, how do they feel about this? Because it is, it does seem like a really his stupid coach, idea. His coach doesn't like it at all. Neither does his dad. Um, his friend tries to support him a little, but I mean, he's really not for against it. But so, like, no one's really in this guy's corner pushing no, for. Him. I guess you could say his best friend's sort of is. Sort of, except that he lies about being. American Indian. <laughs> For uh, I'll some tell you reason. Who's not in this corner. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's in this. He's what? in this man. Bulldozer. <laughs> what? He plays Bulldozer. How did you keep that in your pocket all this time? Um, because he might say like three words the whole movie. And that surprised me. I thought he'd be like a main character. Now, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, when he started out and he was really young, he just, he had kind of bit parts and stuff. Yeah, look, it was like the party had in uh, Days He Get Feast, so, but with less of a focus on him. Dazed and confused? <laughs> Wait, that's, uh, um... What are you talking about? Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. I, I don't remember him being in Dazed and Confused. If he is, I want to watch it. <laughs> he plays the one. F- fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. 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 Fast Times at Ridgemont okay. Wow. Not Days and Confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so wait, why, why is he the, why is his name Balldozer? That's a, that's pretty. Because he dozes balls. <laughs> Does, that's what I want to know. There's crank grabbing. I already know that. Now, is there dozing of the balls? There's no dozing on the balls. Why is his name Balldozer? I am not really sure. Oh, they keep it a mystery. It's probably a silly the nickname the like best friend's or... name is Cooch. Cooch? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Hmm. Oh my goodness. All right. 
What a nightmare. That sounds, yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. Why don't we go ahead and give you a drum roll on this thing, Ryan? What do you give Vision Quest? I'm going to go ahead and say three. Three out of ten. Not, not too bad. How was the soundtrack? Was it a super 80s soundtrack? Well, yeah, it was. Like push it there to the limit. Of, oh, man, it's Tangerine of, Dream. Oh. There's lots of montage music. That's Tangerine right. Dream's all over this sucker. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. Madonna's in this? Yep. Dude, I like how you don't point out the fact that Madonna was in it. She only, she, they sure for like one scene and she is a singer. Mm-hmm. Like, she has no actual part in that. Gotcha. But we got some Journey on there, some Foreigner. Oh, boy. Sammy Hagar. Sounds like a Don pretty. Henley. It sounds like a pretty lame soundtrack, too. It seems like a Matthew Modine soundtrack, you know? It seems like a Matthew Modine high school wrestling soundtrack. I can't Monday a shit all that, sir. Above them. I mean, you look at fat, like Fast Times at Ridgemount High, that's got a soundtrack. You know, that's got the pop, 80s pop. Yeah. And then you have Vision Quest with Foreigner. Don't forget Journey, Journey and the Style Council. Shout to the top. <laughs> Shout to the top. <laughs> From the Style Council. Oh, boy. Yeah, good stuff right there. So what do you think? Wikipedia, that's a different name in the UK. What do you think about Wild? I honestly don't know anything about it. Never heard of it. It's with... Reese Witherspoon. Oh, man. All right. He's in. That's it. He doesn't need to hear any more. I know we talked about this before, but I really wish I was like you in that I could just see an actor and immediately be like, I'm in. And not have to know anything about the movie at all. What? Uh, Like, certain, certain movies I watch... If I like the actor or actress, uh, uh, I don't really care for the movie qualities, but I do that there. So really, we have a trifecta here, because Kevin, your focus is on visuals, I'm on story, and Ryan's on actors. Oh, look at that. How about that? Shit. Fucking tripod. So, with Wild, it's about it's the chronicle of one woman's 1,100-mile 1, solo hike. Does that sound appealing? If I get to watch Wraith Weatherspoon for 1,000 miles, then yes. All right. Well, I think <laughs> you do, sort of. It doesn't take much for Ryan. <laughs> they, they could literally make this movie just Wraith Weatherspoon lit- walking yeah. for 1,000 well, miles. There's no... Ryan would be like... 10 out of 10, this movie was the best. It's two things for me. Number one, it's Reese Weatherspoon. Number two, it's Reese Weatherspoon doing something that I can't do. <laughs> so, so she inadvertently <laughs> becomes a hero for you. So any movie that involved, that has somebody walking, it immediately gets some bonus points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, so. just anytime they show anybody walking in a movie, Ryan's like, okay, well, there's 0. 0.5 us. <laughs> I'm just so imagining you much are... every movie ever, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I imagine you every weekend just being over the fucking moon. 
with <laughs> the releases for the weekend. Oh my god, everyone is walking. This is amazing. Oh boy. Now, Kevin, did you voice your... I can't remember on the show earlier this week. Did you say if you wanted to see Wild? Uh, no, I'm indifferent towards it. I know my my wife read the memoir that this is based off of, which she loved. So she wants to see that. I heard that they, in the movie, they really downplay the whole addiction angle. Yeah, it it appeared that way from the trailer. I had a feeling that they were going to do that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, either way, I I don't really have any interest in seeing this one. Sure, it's fine, but... I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Dallas Buyers Club, so... I, I liked it, but that doesn't mean I'm automatically interested in this one. It just seems... Seems kind of sappy, honestly. It does look like they're going to boil it down to one of those sap fests, which I'm not a fan of. I don't like sap fests. Sometimes they're okay if they're done right, but... I don't know if that's right. I I think so. Okay. I mean, sometimes a sappy movie will just get me, and I'll know that it's sappy, like uh, Wish I Was Here. You know, I know that that is as sappy as can be, but... It still struck a chord with me. I know I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but you know, it hit the right, the right emotional notes for me. All right, so all maybe right. Wild is going to do that, but I doubt it. We I think they do show a scene with Reese Witherspoon's toenail falling off. Ah, yeah, so. more, more than likely. I more than likely. Oh, it's one of the. It's a huge problem with the hiking. Yeah. Gotta watch out for them toenails. I'm not, I'll probably swap my eyes. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that's a good place to end this on. <laughs> Losing toenails. Losing toenails. Let's wrap it up. Send us your questions. Podcastfilmpulse.net is the address. We'll be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter at FilmPulseNet, at FilmPulseKevin, and at MyLegsDon'tWork. <laughs> be sure to write us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam Patterson. Oh, my name's Kevin. Ryan Hall. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday. See you later. Yeah.